0: How much money would you say you need to get the right setup for uh, for starting YouTube videos?
1: Man, I think the right setup today is like a hundred bucks. That's it. One of our uh, students, Mary, joined our course when she was sixty. She's mm-hmm. sixty-five now. Mm-hmm. She's about to get a gold play button. Mm-hmm. Nine hundred and twenty-two thousand subscribers. Wow. We're doing it all. Like we yeah, post. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. think we post about three hundred twenty-eight pieces of content right now. <laughs> three hundred
2: twenty-eight a week. <laughs>
0: All right, welcome to the digital social hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. I'm here with my co-host Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Sean Connell. Sean Cannell. Man, Sean and Wayne. I'm fired up. Let's get it, man. That's Fellow Sean's. We gotta we gotta stick together. Sean yeah. and Sean.
2: It's Sean and Wayne. I'd
0: love to uh and Wayne. <laughs> I'd love to dive into your story. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh um I mean it's kind of a wild journey these days running a YouTube channel that's kind of a media company. Mm-hmm. And we got about 20 people working there, 10 contractors. Um, we teach video. And so we have some YouTube tip stuff, but we teach cameras, lighting, live streaming. Uh, YouTube channel's got around 2.3 million subs. A couple other channels, I think over 3 million subscribers total, 500 million video views, 8Fig um, company. But sure. uh, didn't, nice. didn't start there, you know, obviously. um uh, started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> and uh, I actually got into video though. I've been doing this a long time. So I got into video in 2003. Mm, whoa. Um, and I was volunteering at my local church in a small town. And like the youth pastor gave me a camera and I started making videos and they were terrible. Mm. And then the first YouTube channel we started was for um, that same small church in like a small town in 2007, two years after YouTube started. So I've been doing video for 20 years, YouTube for 16 years. I've probably made more mistakes, failed more than anybody, and that's where I learned some lessons, and I try to help other people mm-hmm. learn video and grow their brand with YouTube. Mm-hmm. Also, like wrote a book, YouTube Secrets, which I think is the number one best-selling YouTube strategy book in the world. Mm-hmm. I think we're over 100,000 copies now. Wow. So, in second edition just came out. And, yeah, I really believe that online video is – the big key to getting your brand out your message out Mm. video podcasting like this Uh, but youtube is really where it's at for the long game the long term Mm. long form even though with shorts and everything it's like the long form dominant platform and so entrepreneurs and everybody should be serious about building their brand on youtube Mm. i love that so you were in the content game early super early super 16 years in it bro
2: that's a long time and most people give up in 16 days (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah
1: i just committed the process i freelanced a lot so in 2009 i started a a business called clear vision media wedding videos music videos multiple different youtube channels so i just kind of like fell in love with the game there's so many different hustles around it yeah you could freelance you could shoot video you could um, you know, help people on the strategy side, video right. marketing. I've done just all the different things. So they could talk about like the ten thousand hour rule. Right. I'm probably like fifty thousand hours. You're literally aware of that. Yeah, wow. in in terms of just different video th- scripting, on camera, behind the camera, and so. So um, what
2: was like your first like niche? Like what what did you dive into as far as the the YouTube categories he's like, okay, cool. This will be a cool Well, what's interesting is in prank. 2010, no, it was actually like faith-based content. Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
1: And with my friend, uh, Jeff, we started a channel called Think International. Our channel now is called Think Media. That was kind of by like Think International was because mm-hmm. we thought Think Skateboards were cool mm-hmm. and we had mm-hmm. been to Canada. So we were like, we're international. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> th- we started that and that we did about 250 videos, which was interviews with like pastors, authors, speakers. And, That's a lot that is that's a Especially lot. then. Yeah. And, that's a lot. And nobody was doing that yet. Yeah. So that that was I cut my teeth. That grew to ten thousand subscribers. Mm-hmm. And that was very early. So that was kind of the first thing. Yeah. And then out of that, people were like, How are you making the videos? What cameras are you using? Yeah. How are you just like showing up to events and like filming interviews with a really lean setup and then turning them around fast? Mm. So I was like, Okay, think media is just microphones, cameras, yeah. like the video production side. And again, because I've been doing photography and video for weddings, music videos, so I started making eye. videos about like lenses, cameras, mm-hmm. and I've discovered that YouTube's a search engine and I discovered affiliate marketing. And that's how I made my first six figures was doing as kind of tech reviews or like, what are the best lenses or mm-hmm. what are the best budget lenses? What's the best camera for YouTube? And with a video that would rank in search People would click the links and then through just the Amazon affiliates program, uh, was able to get to, you know, seven, eight K a month or whatever, six wow, gig a year, nice. YouTube ad revenue, another couple hundred or thousand. Nice. And then, uh, and then these days started to teach specifically that system too. There's a lot of, there's the whole suggested side, kind of the viral mm-hmm. side. That's where the big growth is, but YouTube's still a search engine and there's that slow and steady growth. If you mm-hmm. go around answering specific questions, reviewing products, Doing search based content. Search based is even relevant for shorts in some mm-hmm. uh, regards, too, if you're, especially in a business context, right. product context. Um, somebody recently was looking for building a video editing PC or a gaming PC, mm-hmm. and every part they researched was a ranked short talking about the part, you know, whether it's the GPU or whatever it is. Wow. So, anyways, I really love search based content. Mm-hmm. It's not as sexy, but it's kind of like the sleeper method of passive views, passive income. Because yeah. 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 the content lasts a while. Exactly. Oh, if it yeah. could be evergreen. Yeah. yeah, you're not like, like oh, you're not even going viral. You're like, yeah, but money's coming in consistently. Because if that's also connected to smart income streams, whether a little bit of ad revenue or affiliate marketing, but if you're a business owner and you mm-hmm. have an offer or you're doing leads um, or you know we help a lot of service providers, real estate people and stuff like, if they just need a couple leads in their local city, search-based content getting discovered for market updates and mm-hmm. Snohomish County can get you leads, and that's all you need. Right. You know, close a couple uh, deals. How so, much money would you say
0: you need to get the right setup for uh, for starting YouTube videos?
1: Man, I think the right setup today is like a hundred bucks. That's it. I mean, because let's assume you already have a pretty decent phone. Mm-hmm. You buy a tripod off Amazon for $18, a softbox light for $50, and a good mic for another $20. That's going to be, like, decently crispy to get most people started. Wow. And a lot of
2: sweat equity. You got to put the time in, too.
1: Sure. And and that's not a video podcast set up like this. Yeah. If, you, if you go up to that next level, I think you can make a really big dent with around a grand. Get like a 750 dollars sony zv1 um tripod microphone softbox lighting kit you know now assuming who's gonna edit are you gonna outsource editing or do yeah. you need a macbook or something and then for like a, a nice crispy video podcast setup you could probably do it for under 5k i built a home office setup is around 20 to 30k mm-hmm. so you could step it up and that was like standing desk two monitors three cameras lights mounted on it and that was also so i could just switch myself and but. run my team and shoot from home so so there's wow. the there's the 100 setup and then you could you know 10 or 20k you can go hard
0: with it I mean, Rogan. yeah yeah
1: you're looking you start building out the studio to sound is joe rogan's at his house
0: uh, used to be right. Is it still there?
1: Yeah, wherever he's shooting, it. I mean, you went in that like alien-looking. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you start. You could start spending 30 40 50 yeah, depending yeah. on like the architecture too,
2: the background. Yeah. If you're putting TVs behind, like what are you gonna do? So, but, so yeah. what were you doing like in the interim? Like while you were, I mean, obviously you knew you wanted to do content or yeah, build a media company. Were you actually still working like a normal job? Or yeah, I was working or, at a church. For, for how long? Like- yeah, so uh, and when I got into video,
1: I was working part-time. Mm-hmm. Um, Back when I, the youth pastor handed me that camera, mm-hmm. I was waiting tables at Red Robin, flipping, you know, mm-hmm. his burgers. I was the host. I was the expo. Mm-hmm. I was the busser, and then I was a server. Um, and then eventually I was part-time at a church, and that's why I also had my doing media. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I moved to Vegas to work at a church as director of communications. Mm-hmm. So it was a bigger staff, like 40 people, I was doing, uh, I got more into digital marketing doing that. I was helping like the pastor launch books, mm-hmm. Facebook ads, you know, kind of like the church social media accounts, his personal brand accounts. Oh. And that was 2011 to 2015. And, uh, during that time I was chipping away at YouTube, but that was like the main thing, the main job.
0: Oh. Video editors. Uh, how do you source those? Cause I know people struggle with that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple ways you could go about it. There's like the vid chops level, which is, or video Husky, which is these services where you're going to film the stuff, upload it to Dropbox and the videos kick, kick back to you in 24 to 48 hours. Very affordable. Um, maybe not the best editing, but they will rotate you through until you like the editor. And if you get into a workflow and if it's like a simple talking head video, that could be one of the best ways uh, to do it. You of course could just go up work Um, and, and look at, you know, you kind of get what you pay for. If you start paying more per hour, you Mm -hmm. can start getting like higher level YouTube edits, Mm -hmm. uh, but it could be more expensive. You could also try your luck on fiber doing the same thing. Just kind of trying to figure out somebody, um, the, you know, next level would be, you know, tap your network or, or actually do a proper hiring process, indeed LinkedIn, whatever, and just actually look for somebody. What a lot of people maybe want entrepreneur wise is a shredder a producer shooter editor that lives somewhat local. Mm. that I heard could, of that term. Shredder. Like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, Teenage m- Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, uh, shredder. But yeah, if that if they could come out because I actually there's a couple different skill sets. Video editing, especially with AI and stuff, I think is actually becoming in a way a less valuable skill set. Mm. But like the psychology of how to edit a great YouTube video is becoming like a more valuable skill set. So meaning like Basic video editing will, I think, get replaced by AI, that like lower level stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's where what's really becoming valuable is that strategy level. So if you just have somebody that's turning the camera on and off, it's a whole different level Mm -hmm. than a producer, shooter, editor, that's going to maybe come out, kind of help architect the shot, you know, perhaps – Make sure that you're shooting everything, hooks, Mm -hmm. the content, the outros, thinking Mm -hmm. about things. Let's, Hey, let's flip the camera and get like a vertical video, like somebody that may be synergistically working with Mm -hmm. you. And then where does it go next? Is there a YouTube strategist? Are you doing that? Who's uploading it? Thumbnail title Mm -hmm. optimization. Um, And so maybe hard to find somebody with all those skills. But if you got one person for a lot of entrepreneurs, you, depending on where you live, 50 60 70 80 90 100k would be that one person could potentially run your youtube you know kind of empire they work with you locally and for in a way a lean startup you know maybe 80k a year Mm -hmm. that role if they were world-class at all those skills it's pretty pretty legit person so Mm -hmm. there's kind of a spectrum of what it's just hard to
2: find dependable people now 100 (laughs) percent and (laughs) so that's why ai is important to all of us and granted it can't do everything but well, our clips yeah, yeah. you either pay for
1: it or you build it mm. so I think it's also depending on your leadership style and your skill set yeah. um again if someone is hungry um, they might come in at 35 40 depending on where you know 45k and then over 12 to 24 months you have them watch all our thick media videos mm. and like go through our course and immerse themselves and if they have the aptitude for it then you build it and that's that's yeah. kind of true for any role. And and you're right because it's to find that level of mastery is difficult for sure. It
2: is. They don't really want to work anymore. Yeah. yeah.
0: But you work with a lot of big YouTube accounts, and you also study all the big accounts. What are some common things you notice for the the YouTube pages that get millions of views? The
1: I mean, YouTube pages that get millions of views are really smart about the topics they're covering. There's just certain topics that get millions of views. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're covering kind of conspiracy theory stuff or you p- kinda of position it that way, there's a guy named James Janney who will cover like MLMs, or he'll cover exposing fake gurus, mm. or he'll cover that kind of stuff. And he makes also great kind of documentary style. People know how to hack viewer attention and kind of loop and continue to re engage yeah. the
2: viewer. I watch his videos.
1: Yeah, right. So yeah. you watch, so so yeah. that's that kind of stuff in in sort of any different niche um you know when uh, uh sean i don't know why i'm forgetting his last name he's famous and he started doing the he did like the uh, maybe a jake paul kind of three-part series mm-hmm. or something um, oh shane dawson shane dawson thank yeah. you so that yeah that's kind of a good example too i think that that those are interesting of course he had the previous um growth and subscribers however the subject content itself was trending mm. it was about so if, if a lot of times the biggest channels are um, definitely gonna cover maybe trend trending people, mm-hmm. uh, influential people. Even if there's a whole faceless movement, right? Automation channels yeah. they do similar things yeah. like the ten richest celebrities or best celebrity mansions, like that kind of interest. Personal finance is massive. Um, and again, if it interestingly enough, long form can really crush if it's very engaging. Yeah. Sunny V2 is another example of that. Like, I'll watch a lot of stuff that um, is like the rise and fall of like Bam (laughs) Margera. you know, or something same like that. same
2: thing with me. You look up, you didn't watch 20 minutes of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The clips are just graphing. You just Kanye just
1: iceberg at... yeah. part one, yeah. part two, part three. Yeah. And, just and it just keeps going yeah. down yeah. and then yeah. all this different stuff. You just like, turn it on. Yeah. And then I think also, I mean, what's interesting is a certain video podcasts are going down value tainment. I love Patrick. David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so uh, politics, if you, you build up that influence Tucker clips. Mm-hmm. Yeah hundred
2: million. What didn't
1: he get offered by million? Patrick? Uh, yeah. yeah. And clips can get 400,000 and podcasts get 700,000 mm-hmm. and some of them break out and get millions. I think he's getting a hundred million views a month on YouTube content at this moment. Wow. Um, 400 Tucker? million uh, Patrick, and David oh, Patrick. across multiple, wow. p- yeah. you know, he's saying And that's all on talking head, but political commentary yeah. kind of business, a little bit more politics. So, I think, uh, and then of course, Mr. Beast is kind of a killing uh, that, that type of content and, and Ryan Trahan and a lot of people that are doing that style of content. And then I think it's also, there's the, the, the niches, you know, it's interesting about our community is we, um, like people that are part of our course and stuff, we kind of like to talk about them as like the, the unfamous unknown, uh, YouTube creators that are wealthy. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have necessarily huge channels, but they got a big bank. Yeah. Or they got like, and so, or even crazy stories like uh, this one of our uh, students, Mary, joined our course when she was 60. She's Mm. 65 now. She's Mm. about to get a gold play button. 922,000 subscribers. Wow. Right at this moment. She's got making bone broth videos, (laughs) uh, you know, how to cook a chicken. (laughs)
2: Like, it's never too late, bro. Yeah, it really it's, isn't. It's never too late. I think people give up, and early. and, and yeah. to
1: that point, I think also, like, you said, who's getting millions of views? Like the stuff that that really goes big is is tapping into like sometimes dancing music, mm-hmm. uh, children, trendy stuff, uh, trendy stuff, mm-hmm. kind of like viral clips. But I think viral is overrated. Meanwhile. You know, Levi Lassick is in the story. He's in the back of uh, the second edition of YouTube Secrets. He read the first edition, implemented Mm -hmm. everything, started a channel called Living in Dallas, real estate. He's a local agent. His partner, Travis Plum, they start doing organic YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. There's no other marketing source in their real estate business in Dallas, just organic YouTube videos. They're not over 5,000 subscribers. For six months, nothing happens. A few leads come in. The following twelve months, they do almost ninety million dollars in top line revenue, which is three million dollars in real estate commissions.
2: Wow! What? They don't even have With five like thousand. Under five thousand. Just stubs. from taking videos
1: of houses mm-hmm. and explaining neighborhood it. tour. Yeah, because you because video builds know like and trust, and their business model, mm-hmm. like I like to think of you know, real estate's kind of like high ticket affiliate marketing because you get 3% on a million dollar home, you get $30,000. I get 4% on a thousand dollar camera. I get $40. Mm -hmm. So it's better to get a $40,000 real estate commission. So it depending, like what's the business model, what's the opportunity vehicle Mm -hmm. that you're connected to your YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So what's sometimes it's funny that even like haters in our community is like oh you're a you know a YouTube coach but you don't get as many views as mr beast I'm like number one nobody does number <laughs> two
2: <laughs> yeah. mr beast to tell you that you know, <laughs> exactly you know, nobody's beating me but number two like yeah. you're
1: also you're not seeing underneath the surface yeah. because especially if entrepreneurs business yeah. leaders as it leads client sales just what's the model yeah you know and I think I think right now we get 40 million views a month. So I'm always like, I, I apologize, like that we're not getting enough for you, but like <laughs> right, that's yeah. all organic. No, yeah. lies, that's right? all yeah. organic. Yeah. How many
2: views are you getting? I mean, yeah. 40 million's a lot, you know? And so, so yeah, it really, it is like the iceberg. It yeah. depends, you see
1: the views up here, but like what's underneath the surface. Mm. And for some, a lot of influencers are hurting right now. Like brand deals are drying up a little bit, especially with some tech companies, FinTech, Yeah. Um, ad revenues down a little bit. We're kind of going into a recession. Um, You know, if you're dependent on the influencer income streams and you haven't created journal products or services, Mm -hmm. you're vulnerable. And so that stuff's all amazing. But I think diversifying your income streams and having like Mm -hmm. a deeper business than just YouTube is important.
2: Yeah. But most people don't have that business acumen to, you know, want to, you know, monetize on top of whatever they're doing. They kind of get comfortable. I agree. Yeah. You know, CPMs are hitting, they're getting ad ad money and it's just kind of like, oh, we're cool here. Like, they got to grow. I mean, yeah. that's, or, or accept, you know, or
1: partner, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's what some people do. Like Mr. Beast didn't figure out how to start running restaurants mm-hmm. or doing like ghost kitchens. He hired a CEO to do that yeah. for him. Yeah. Obviously he had that leverage. So I think a lot of influencers, I, and I've been able to see, as you can see, you know, gray in my beard, like <laughs> I've been in the game, you know, yeah. I've been on YouTube 16 years. Like yeah. that's crazy. So yeah. I've, I've seen people come and go. I've seen people like, you know, um, really rise and fall and a lot of times people they've done really well Mm -hmm. massive money was coming in but they weren't at that point they should have been like partnering Mm -hmm. hiring building their business acumen right but instead they're just spending their money
2: what gives you that drive though bro like what gives you that constant just tenacious attitude just like yo i'm going after it to be 16 years of doing anything bro Mm -hmm. that's like nobody even plays in the league that long what he you got a couple he you might got, be the longest <laughs> you got Haslam. Left. you maybe got um, a couple different <laughs> tim Duncan, maybe <laughs> like like how did what gave you that drive like what's pushing you like what yeah. what is it like since 2003 yeah oh, i didn't even know it's 20 it's, gone back then. it's 2023 yeah, YouTube started in 2005 yeah 2003 i got into video so i had a two year head start learning wow. video yeah so like what what gave you that like you like no nah, i'm going to make a million dollars at for sure like you just like
1: yeah. I mean, I think what a couple of things, I think, I think that even though as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. I've been distracted by stuff, like you always have a million ideas. Right. I think I understood the compound effect mm-hmm. that like, if you could stay disciplined and keep doubling down, mm-hmm. like you could just get so much more depth out of something mm-hmm. instead of just switching things all the time. Right. Like, like for me, you know, my faith in my values are really important. I've been married
2: 17 years, you know, and wow. so, i would uh so she stuck with you through all the the red robin all the stuff (laughs) raking the yard Yeah, and i I know she didn't marry me for money (laughs) right right i
1: I, we were broke as a joke
2: right we got married married
1: at 21.
2: you're originally from where seattle seattle so and it's expensive to live out there it was so we were more
1: north but yeah no we were we got crushed we got crushed in the uh the housing crash in 2007-8 yeah uh because we actually had two houses declared income the whole Mm. thing but i guess what i was going to say is again my ethic would be like I would rather double down and go deep in one relationship mm-hmm. and have sex with the same woman thousands of times mm-hmm. than like have sex with thousands of women or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's that why there's that depth, that trust, that relationship. Mm-hmm. There's more richness there, right? right? And so applying that to like by just choosing to pick a horse and ride it. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh Dr. Phil I heard him say once, God only gave you So pick a horse and ride it. You can't ride two horses, you know? Mm. And, uh, (laughs) and so I've just been riding the same horse. And by the way, there's a lot of times when it's tempting to be like, man, still talk about this, getting bored with this, Mm -hmm. but man, as it goes deeper and as you build more, more momentum, Mm kind of learn that from Steve jobs too, like, as the when he left Apple and then the product lines expanded and they yeah. got all this noise and all this destruction and, them back. and then when he came back, he narrowed it back down. They like, fired him
2: actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. We've actually, we, we did that. You start just creating other things. You're responding yeah. to stuff. You're getting distracted. And like, uh, I just saw Layla Hermosey tweet. Like you actually will grow faster by subtraction, not by addition. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so this idea of like, just continuing to add more. So yeah, just trying to double down. And what I found is that it's just has created more leverage, more doors have opened more momentum and more opportunity, Mm -hmm. more, uh, more depth in the expertise. Mm -hmm. So I think that's part of it. I think that um, I also was making an educated guess on the horse I was betting on. Mm -hmm. And that was YouTube itself. And I think that YouTube, of course, anything could happen, but YouTube is the play. Mm. It's, it's the longevity. It's the strongest platform. It's the biggest library or owned by Alphabet. It's got the greatest technological infrastructure. It's got the greatest head start. Mm-hmm. Like who's going to disrupt YouTube? TikTok is just noise because um, the depth is not there. Last year at VidCon, Grace Africa, who had millions of followers, did a meetup and nobody came. And it was this whole thing with you know respect. But she it showed the depth of like a TikTok audience mm-hmm. versus... The depth of long form. We even studied audience retention of our clips and our vertical clips. Like YouTube Shorts had the longest shorts audience retention by double of TikTok, and then Reels was last. Now that might wow. be subjective to us, but it just even shows the mindset. Like okay. shorts are like shallow calories. Mm-hmm. If you want real longevity and to be built to last you want that real depth which but respect to everything we're doing it all like we yeah, post yeah, yeah, I think we post about 328 pieces of content right now
2: <laughs> 328 a week a week whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: a lot. It's a whole system. I
2: thought we were, were doing on, a lot of like, yeah. Spam. I mean, we did, a, how many episodes are we at now? 150 episodes. 150 episodes. But we're not posting them in, like yeah, in three months. So that's two, like two two new vertical videos a day
1: TikTok, Instagram reels, mm-hmm. Facebook reels, YouTube shorts, a couple different channels. Like, and, yeah. and because, by the way, and people are like, why? That sounds dumb. Well, it all, we're doing the math now. We're tracking everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, the ROI is there. But the punchline is I'm into all of the stuff. But the, as far as the depth and, I did think I heard, I heard Jimmy, Mr. Beast talk about like, they, people were like, what are you doing next? Is this a stepping stone? Mm-hmm. And he was like, doing next? YouTube is the play. Like YouTube is the destiny. He talked about how he didn't want to hire people from Hollywood because they saw YouTube as a stepping stone to something more legit. Right. And he was like, no, I want people to understand that YouTube is the game. Mm-hmm. Like YouTube is, and and I, I agree. So at least for the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. this next decade is going to be the best decade on YouTube. Nice. And so to that point, uh, I mean, 16 years here, if it went the way of MySpace, mm-hmm. if it crashed and I mean, obviously you would, I would yeah. to if some people, when clubhouse came out, some people were like, Ooh, I'm going to write an ebook mm-hmm. and create a course. Mm-hmm. And I'm the number one expert on clubhouse yeah. and I'm going to build my, mm-hmm. you know, castle on clubhouse right, right. and then four crash. minutes later. crash. And so, so I think there's something about that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel incredibly blessed that I got into video. And in a way, I felt like video chose me. I didn't choose video because I just showed up at church, and my youth pastor was
2: like, "Dude, start filming stuff." And I just didn't stop, you know. So, YouTube secrets, first and second addiction. Ad- addiction. I said addiction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all the same. Um, what actually made you come up with that with with the, with that concept? Like, okay, there's secrets. There's a, there's a method to the madness. So I'm gonna you know tell everybody yeah. what it is. Like, what what made you eat it? like? Well, I think the title
1: was just good marketing. Yeah, yeah. to be honest. Gotcha. I mean, and and there's secrets in the book for sure. No, it is, but, <laughs> but respect to the to the haters because some people go, "Oh, there's no secrets in here," or, or "You could find this information on YouTube." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, but respect to 100,000 copies sold, you, secrets is just classic good marketing." Mm. And we have like 2,000, 2,400 positive reviews, 4.5 stars on mm. Amazon because everything's a secret to somebody especially like probably 99% of people listening to this right. that book would blow their mind. Right. But if someone's like I've been doing YouTube for 5 years. I've watched a million videos. I didn't learn one new thing. I'm like all right dude, I'll refund it just give me your PayPal, doggles you know. Like people so, really come in and say, it? "Well no, I mean there's like four nate reviews that are like you could get all this on their YouTube channel." Also true. If you dig long enough, like you're probably eventually going to figure it all out. Yeah. But people want the book and whatever. So saying that, uh You know, it's a pretty good title and and how lean the title is. And that's helpful for how well the book's done. Then on then on top of that, the book's in two parts. So the first part is actually timeless, which is very hard to do in social media. Mm -hmm. But it's the seven Cs of YouTube success, which is clarity. You know, start with the end in mind. Uh, No, it's actually first. It's courage. You actually have to have the courage to get on camera and press Mm -hmm. record. Then clarity. What's your channel about? Who's it for? Then you actually have to set up your channel. That's the third C. Then you have to start posting content. That's the fourth C. Then you need to think about your community. That's the fifth C. Build your community. Sixth is cash. How are you going to monetize? and then seven is consistency. How are you gonna keep going? And it's a circle, cause you just keep going through all of those. Even this show, right? You could come back to it, man, how do we go to the next level? Like maybe be more courageous. I'm sure you're there, but it's like, be maybe more bold, more polarizing, it whatever. Sounds always,
2: we're always having conversations about like, next, next level.
1: Courage and yeah. then clarity. Who's our audience? What's yeah. the next level strategy? So always clarifying the strategy. Can we update the channel? Like right now, how's your playlists? How's your community tab? Are you posting daily on your community Mm -hmm. tab up to three times a day? Are you doing polls getting feedback from your audience? Like how can the the features of your channel itself categorizing all the new playlist features, YouTube music, whatever. And so anyways, that's the seven C's of YouTube success. So what was powerful was building a framework Mm -hmm. that's unbreakable. Like those aren't going to probably change. And I think that's also what's helped the book is sometimes people just kind of do like tactics, but tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat Mm -hmm. Mm. oh i have some title tactic yeah but what's your overall strategy oh i just figured out this hack that's working this month on the community tab yeah but what's your overall strategy Strategy. so like the seven seasons youtube success but the reason we just wrote a second edition is then the second part of the book is about social media when should you post vertical Mm -hmm. video youtube shorts new features ranking videos new ways of making money um uh, like click-through rate stuff, the perfect video recipe. Right? How do you good thumbnails, good titles, and and nuances that kind of change, you know? So. Um, there's a lot in there, but, uh, it's definitely a good foundational solid, but we put a lot of work into it too. There's a lot of fluff out there. That's like chat GPT wrote the book. They got like <laughs> mid journey to do a cover and the book was out in four minutes, but it also like sucks. Mm-hmm. Like we really so, put our blood, sweat and tears into mm-hmm. it. And so it's a substantively good book. That's, that's awesome. awesome.
0: Yeah. A hundred thousand copies. Numbers don't lie. No, so, not yeah. at all. You also had one of the best business conferences I've ever went to. Um, you managed to get speakers like Alex Ramozi, Gary V, Patrick, Bet David and others, how were you able to pull that off?
1: Man, it's a good story. um It all started with we'd done the event five years. This was the fifth year, but nowhere near this side. We took a we, size, we took a quantum leap up. And two years before was pandemic. So it was virtual. So we had like 100 people our first year, like 200 our second year. Then virtual was pretty good, but it was virtual. And then we're like, we're coming back strong. And at our, previous year's event the big idea was what if we had gary v because we kind of lean towards the entrepreneur side my friend daryl eaves and mr beast run vid summit and that's leans a little more entertainment based right right? and mr beast style entertainment channels so we kind of lean more business entrepreneur channels and teachers people that are helping people solve the problem so we're like who is a celebrity guest speaker at the highest of levels especially for entrepreneurs and, and Gary V is like in a way, the one I couldn't even really think of other people we could brainstorm, but like that really sells tickets. So then it was a matter, could we even get him? What would he cost? And on down the list. And so I had a couple friends that introduced me to Vayner speakers and, and some people in the back end. Gary, actually the co-author of YouTube secrets, Benji, Gary actually endorsed the book and it, Benji went to his office. They, they worked together previously and they had a conversation and Gary's like, yeah, I get the, book. that was helpful. So like, it's always nice to have that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So he was like aware uh, of me, which might've been helpful because he's busy eat, whether or not you could pay his keynote fee is it, right. will he even do it? You know? So that's kind of the long story short was locking him in 155. I think his keynote fee went up immediately double
2: doubled.
1: After that. Yeah. My man, we, we made 180 K in our business the first year. Wow. Like 160. So it was basically I was like Gary's keynote fee was the totality of paying <laughs> my wife, myself, all the contractors, mm-hmm. every expense mm-hmm. wow. in our first year of Think Media, yeah. which was about mid, by the way, not back right when it started, but yeah. was like when I went full time. And so, anyways, it was that was a leap of faith, but then it just got mm-hmm. crazier. Yeah. Our we eventually ended up spending 917 thousand dollars on that event. Holy! And we were profitable in ticket sales, but I mean whether that was like VIP was full. So we had to add like the 10th thing at the M hotel and add more seats. And then the hotels,
2: Wait, this was at the M here. Yeah, Yeah, bro.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 10 minutes from my house. And then, and then I was like, well, what if we get Patrick at David as well? Mm -hmm. You know? And, and then uh, a friend of mine, Knew Alex Hermosey. And then I was like, well, what if we also got Alex? And he was just blown up. I mean, he's more busy these days mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And is just kind of getting more into content. And that was his first session ever talking about content. And the session was funny, right? Because mm-hmm. he was like, this isn't even my main thing. But here's what I did so far. Mm-hmm. And now he just crossed a million subs, you know? Yeah. Um. And so it was kind of the compound effect from there. And what I learned was it was sort of like, first, scared money don't make money. Right. Absolutely not. And then locked in, but then it's like skiing. Like once you mm-hmm. lean down the mountain, you got to keep leaning. Cause if you lean back, you're going to fall over. Then I was like, shoot, we're, we're just going all in mm-hmm. and whether even ads, mm-hmm. like now we better hit a tipping point of awareness yeah. I and mean, it's not, we didn't even spend that much on that, but like just everything. It was like, we are not hitting the brakes. Mm-hmm. It's all offense on this. Wow. crazy. And So, and then kept adding, we kind of had too mm-hmm. many speakers. Yeah, I think it ended up pretty good. Like you got to be there, but like. Because I just taken so many actions, and different people had said yes, and we didn't. We thought we were going to have a breakout room. We ended up not. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot, and so I definitely think that's also when you make bold moves, at whatever level you're at in business. If it doesn't break you, those are your greatest growth seasons. Gotcha. And the networking you made, I thought about it, must have been phenomenal. Man, insane. Yeah, exactly. Greatest growth brand, and that it was, it was. It was the other thought about it was it was a branding play. Mm-hmm. It was like mm-hmm. a shift our whole brand um which i believe it accomplished that purpose and i mean content from it's like still coming out today clips or whatever and it's you know about a year old now so it's about run its lifespan but even that there was not just the event but past the event the virtual side all the stuff yeah dude it was a great event you gotta go to the next one yeah
2: yeah he was telling me about it out there he was was telling
1: me about. yeah we took a break this year too which
2: was people were like
1: no dude you got all this momentum but but even just Trying to be wise as an entrepreneur, leading our team,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, it it also kind of almost killed us in a way of like we're not an event company technically, mm-hmm. and so until I have the right team and systems, so we have a sustainable pace for just mm. health and lifestyle and everything we value for our team. We, we paused until we could make a few key, key hires, reorg a little bit right. so that we could do it year after year in a healthy way. Because mm,
2: it's a big stress.
1: It, was like, it, it was like lifting above, you know, if if you're not fully trained to run the marathon, yeah. the recovery is it's, it's pretty taxing. Yeah, it's tactic. equivalent to
2: putting on a concert.
1: Yeah, so you know we're, I mean? we're uh, getting to the place where we could be like the Iron Cowboy in this ne- <laughs> next yeah. ne- Netflix show where he ran like you know, 50 Ironmans in 50 days or something yeah. so that we can actually just have like the foundational fitness mm. to do it. I don't know if that's healthy either, probably not, <laughs> but to do it over and over. So far.
0: Sean, it's been a pleasure, man. Any closing uh, comments for the audience?
1: No, man, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. Sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, closing uh, stuff for the community is especially if if people are thinking about doing YouTube, you can always check out YouTube Secrets on Amazon. Uh, Audible is out as well in the ebook and physical book. But whether you're into that or not, I want to encourage everybody like YouTube is a good bet and it's not too late to start. And it's a comp, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So it builds over time. And so, you know, starting to invest now, start messy. Um, you're going to be really grateful. You did not just 12 months from now, but three, four, five years, um, looking back at the momentum you can build from posting simple videos on YouTube and building your brand.
0: Absolutely. Wayne. You follow me on Instagram at The Creator. Sean Kelly here. Thanks for coming on the Digital Social Hour podcast. See you guys next time. Peace.